0: hello everybody and welcome back to the learning hub podcast and i hope you're doing all really really well today and today we're going to be looking at changing places so this is part of the aqa course on geography a level and we're just going to be having a little look at the different categories that we can put a change in place into and i want to start off with a little quote um that you've probably heard of before and i want you to see If you can guess or find out who said this famous important quote, quite a famous geographer. And the quote is, places security, spaces freedom. Now who said that? Write it down and we'll come back to it in a later episode. So today what we're going to be covering is just stuff like... What is place? How is it different from space? And what categories can we put place into? So that is far places, near places, experienced places versus media places. And also endogenous factors and exogenous factors. And endo- factors. Sorry, I can't speak today. And how these factors sort of change the way a place is. So let's start off with the factors. First, we're going to do endogenous factors. And these are factors that come internally into a place so this might be the land a place is um built on or the height of the land you know the soil quality of that particular land these are things that can't be changed and come internally and well suppose they could be changed But they're there in the area and they're there in the area that they're built of. And we are going to do a full episode on this because I think it's important. And I think it's something even I don't 100% ever fully get. So we will come back to it in a later episode uh, of the Learning Hub podcast. um, But for now, let's look at end exogenous factors. So these are factors that come externally. So this could be distance from other areas. So how far is Manchester from London That is something Manchester as a city can't control. It doesn't come from internally in Manchester. But what effect does that have on Manchester in terms of trade, in terms of business? Or stuff like, where is the nearest motorway to this little village? How close is it? Well, how does that affect people coming in? And these are all factors that do change a place and shape a place and shape how you see a place. So with that in mind... What is place? Oh, just ruffling my paper there. What is place? So place is different from space. Space is just an area, a grid reference on a map. I could give you a random set of coordinates now that I have never known about before. That's miles and miles and miles away that I've never heard about in a country I don't know a lot about, and that is just a space. It means nothing to me in no way, but it's still a space. It's just an area. Place has meaning to people. It has some sort of connection to you. And if you know anywhere, even like London, if you don't live in London, you could live in Scotland and you've never been to London and it's really far away. But that still has some effect on you. You still have you know, an experience of London and that's probably most likely a media experience or a secondhand experience through a friend, but that's somebody else's look upon London, but you still have that experience. Space is just an area and that's not as what much as what we're interested in or not as much as what we're going to be tested on. So we're going to be looking at place marks. Place is a location with a meaning and it's, you know, it's attached to the location. So the quote above that I told you before, which is places security, spaces freedom. So the quote above, this quote, tells us that people go to places that offer security. So that could be you moved away from your hometown and then you go back, but you go back there because you know that place and that place offers you some sort of security, maybe family members, etc., live in that area. But also people's, you know, want to know different things that passion that drive to see the unknown also drives people to go to places that are not experienced you know these far places that we'll get into a bit later and you know this is what pushed many explorers to go exploring around the world you know in the first place so you know there are many ways to categorize places and we're just going to look at a few today some of the main ones so first we're going to start off with near and far places so what is a near place? So, it's split up into two. So, a near place could literally be somewhere near your house. That could be the supermarket down your road. That is a near place. It's close to you. It might take 10 minutes for you to walk there. It is near. Or, in terms of more of this human geography idea, it's more of a place that you've experienced. It's near to you because you have experienced this place you know because maybe you grew up there but now you live miles away then it's still near to you yes you might have grown up in london or liverpool or wherever and you now live on the other side of the world that doesn't matter london or liverpool or wherever is still a near place to you because you have such a strong sense of place you have such a connection an emotional connection to that place where on the other hand a far place you know, can be, again, viewed in two different places, places that are literally far away from, you know, someone but of a slight connection, you know, these places are distant places, you know, some places you'll know a look and they feel totally alien to you, and these are far places, these are places that you don't know a lot about, you know very little about, so that could be, for example, Cardiff, you know very little about, I know very little about Cardiff, so that's a far place to me, I know a little bit about it, I've had media experience of it, but it's not a near place. A near place is somewhere that I have really experienced, I really know that I've, probably the the easiest example is the place that you grew up in or, you know, place that you have grown up in. So, you know, now we've done that near and far, we're now looking at experienced versus media places. So, and these are linked together, you can link all these together and we will at the end. So, but what is an experience place? An experience place is a place that you have actually spent time in. You know, it could be a short period where you've literally just driven through. It could be as quick as that, but you've experienced it. You've seen what it's like, you've got the sights, You've taken in the hustle and the bustle, maybe, of the place. Or the quietness and the calmness of the place. And you know how that feels. So that is an experienced place. But on the other hand, you could have a media experience. And for me, Cardiff is a media experience. Everything that I know about Cardiff, I've got through the media. Whether that be books. Whether that be, you know, the news. Whether that be a drama or a TV show that I watch. You know, David Tennant's Doctor Who. I was... A lot was filmed in Cardiff. And a lot of what I know about comes from Doctor Who. And lots of what I've seen of it. But I've experienced it through somebody else's eyes. If you understand what I mean. How they want it to be portrayed. When I was watching Doctor Who when he was in Cardiff. I saw Cardiff through how that particular director wanted me to see it. So obviously he's seen it very differently to how I would see it. Probably if I went, you know, and that's a media experience, so you know, they generate an experience of you know, there is no sound, there is no smell to this place, it's not as close to you as an experienced place is, and you know, they lack something called and forgive me if I pronounce this wrong G- genius loci. I'm going to spell it out for you, so that's G-E-N-I-U-S space L-O-C-I, so this is the character atmosphere of a place, and they lack that media places, because you've never experienced the character of it, you know, the spirit of the place, you don't have that, you know, and the media usually idolise a place, you know, that you actually want to go, and A little fun fact for you. And you could. You never know. You might be able to fit this into a question. So it's worth me saying it. There's something called. The Paris Syndrome. And this is. People go to Paris. And because it's not what it's like on the adverts. It's not like people make it up to be. They are so shocked. That it's. A temporary mental disorder. Because the expectation is oh it's the city of love it's fantastic it's wonderful and when they get that it's not what they experience it to be because they've experienced it through the media but now they're experiencing it for themselves and it's become an experience place it's very 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 different so there's been quite a lot there so i just want to go over them again briefly near places these are places could be literally near to you but are places that have you spent a significant amount of time in. They have that emotional connection to that place. And that's, that's, that's a near place. Far places are places that you've no real experience of. You don't. It could literally be down the road. It could be the next village on or the next town on. These are far places. You don't know a lot about their culture. You don't know about, about how their customs are that to you is a far place a media place is a place where you read through books through social media which now has a major impact on how people experience places you know it could be through like i said social media could be through the news whatever dramas tv etc etc and you know it's second hand i'd call it that's how i put it it's a second hand experience you are seeing it through somebody else's glasses, through somebody else's lens, and how they want you to see it. And that's where you get things like the Paris syndrome, because the tourist boards want you to see it as this oh, this place of love, this great place. So you come to there, so you come to Paris, and then there is an experience place. And again, this is a place that you have physically experienced. You have gone, you have seen, you have felt the bustle, so you have smelled the place, you have. Being around it. You know how it feels to you. And you know it's going to feel different to everybody. Because everybody is different. So your experience of Cardiff for example. is Would be very different probably from my experience of Cardiff. So they're just four categories for you. In a later episode we are going to go over endogenous and exogenous again. So if you're not too sure about them. It's fine. We'll go over them again at some other point. But just one last thing I want to add in. Is there's something called first space second space and third space and this links in with what i've been saying so first space this is the physical space you know it has its limits it has its borders it's the physical space that's there second space this is the imagined space this is how you imagine the space to be and third space apparently is the live space it combines one and two together and it's you know the fully experienced space so that's just a little added nugget in there I don't think that's on this specification for AQA so don't worry if you don't know about that what we do need to remember is near far experienced and media places and I hope this was helpful for you and I hope it was informative um, just a little announcement the Learning Hub podcast has now got a website. Woo! Little chair. Yay! And if you want to go visit it, what we're gonna have, we're gonna do a full podcast on it and about what it's all about and stuff. But if you want to go visit it, it's it's www. tlhrevision. co. uk. So www. And if you're wondering, oh, what's TLH? The Learning Hub. So it's www.tlhrevision.co.uk so go visit it it today We're going to to have Google Drive set up where you can send in to our email, which will be on the website. You can send in your revision resources, your notes to share to other students. And, you know, we're going to create, I want to create this little community where we can share things together. And we're also going to have a Google Classroom set up, which you can join for free. All of this is totally free. And you can share top tips and all of that. So if you do have any materials that you think would be nice to pass on that you have created, please head on over to the website. It would be much appreciated. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you over in the Google Classroom at some point. Anyway, thanks for now. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.